I don't know if you can tell, baby, but I am rolling. Hey, ladies, welcome to this extra buttery soft episode of The Mant Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. Every week, we certainly test the limits of our friendship by arguing over books, movies, the latest trends, and uh, the latest Mandy-level marketing scams. Uh, And of course, all Mandy's dumb ideas. Like that intro. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. Before we dive into it, I am wearing, as you can see, a very (laughs) fashionable, sexy, PG-13 to a light R (laughs) Mand Cave sweatshirt, which features Mm -hmm. uh, the Mandy's Girls Gone Wild wild, black bars over our naked breasts. Yep. The Mandy's drunk Drunk and passed out out for Christmas and Santa hats. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this sweatshirt. I do too. I wear it all the time. Yeah, all the time. And did you wear it at all this week? <laughs> okay, I see what you're getting at here. All right, <laughs> so, Fandies, I I volunteer sometimes at my daughter's school on Zoom. Um, and uh, I... Better parent than me, go ahead. <laughs> and we were doing a little reading group uh, for a for- bunch of fourth graders. And as I log on to the Zoom and the fourth graders start to enter into the waiting room, I realize that my camera is... I, there's no way I can get my camera high enough to not show the top of my sweatshirt. And so I can't, I'm holding my sweatshirt folded over to try to cover up the pictures <laughs> and trying to hide it, right? Which I don't do consistently or really fully successfully, but I'm just hoping they're not noticing. And then, and then <laughs> I decide this is a ridiculous story that I have to share with Mandy. <laughs> That's me. Mandy Clavins. And I, I leave her a little voice memo and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on a zoom with fourth graders and I've totally forgot. And I'm wearing my man cave sweatshirt and trying to hold my, my hands over it because we're, you know, we're girls gone wild and showing our tits and we're drinking booze and it's really inappropriate. And you said like, I'm hunched over, I'm hunched over, <laughs> I'm hunched over like to, to hide it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to hide my sweatshirt. And then I realized that I am still on the zoom and I am not muted. So while I am leaving a voice memo for Mandy. I am also broadcasting this to anyone who might have been near the computer in the fourth grade class. So that was fun. That was a good time. I died laughing. <laughs> Did anybody say, uh, Delilah's mom, you're not muted? Or like, how did you... Well, thankfully... What, what were the repercussions? Well, how it happened? I didn't ask before this. <laughs> there, there really... As far as I know, there were none. Like, I, I haven't been taken off the schedule for the future volunteering. Okay. <laughs> and, and at the time that I was leaving, I was, the only reason I was leaving a voicemail for you is because there were no kids in the meeting, but the meeting sort of always exists. So it's always the teacher's computers open and I'm always there. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. nobody was actually sitting in front and listening oh, okay. as far as I know. But anyone who's walking okay. by the computer could have heard this. And they probably heard oh, me talking. God. It was oh, God. incredible. Oh, such it, a... The, the end of that message was like, oh, my God, I'm not on mute. <laughs> Click. <laughs> it was great. It was a double doozy. Woo. Yeah. If anyone out there wants to live this... <laughs> Or see what we're talking about. <laughs> get your merch. Get your Mand Cave merch at mandcave uh, slash merch. Yeah. there's so much fun stuff. Ugh. If you've listened to last week's episode, there's some 
pin the tongue on the Paul Rudd stuff, right? Yes. I mean, this is and there's exciting a, times. The Mandy's next door, which I am definitely going to get one of those. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. Yeah. Merch it up, everybody. It's good. It's a good time. Hey, I want, there's something I, I have this, you ever have like an album that sticks in your brain, you know, like that you can't, like once you hear it, you can't stop singing it, no matter what you're doing. Six. Oh, it's always, always running. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's pretty good musical to be, to have running. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Taylor Swift's Folklore. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I but once Non-stop, I listen to yeah. it, I can't stop. And it's the sad, like the last time I remember feeling that sad and full of ennui from an album was Nora Jones album. Mm. That one mm-hmm. like came at me at a time in my life when I was really like struggling. And I cannot listen to a Nora Jones song without being like, oh God, turn it off, turn it off. And that album, folklore, while it's folklore, by the way, not folklore folk lore Mm -hmm. here we are again (laughs) i'm just saying it's it's like so crazy that i could be having a great you know i mean like during sex like i could be i could be having a great time and i'll be i'll hear i knew you dancing on the weekends giving me like i it is Mm -hmm. so amazing it's an incredible album Uh, yeah yeah yeah. um you but so sad this is racing through my brain. So you said Nora Jones and 25 years ago when, when she hit it big with, I waited by the house of fun. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't know why. I wrote a parody called, I don't know why I couldn't come. (laughs) I waited until you were taking a sip of your coffee intentionally. (laughs) And did you snarf at all? I didn't. No. But I can't remember the lyrics and I don't know where they are, but it was like, you rubbed my nipples with your thumb. I don't know why I couldn't come. And it was like, yeah. Okay. First of all, A, you're finishing that parody and you are going to record it. That's it. We're doing that. You don't think it's too late? It's so out of the zeitgeist. I don't even care. (laughs) All right. First of all, I'm going to wager that a few of our fandies might have been alive 25 years ago. So let's just go with that. You are recording that and I'm promising it to our listeners as bonus content. Boom. Wow. Yep. I just did that. All right. Yep. You just did that. I'll help you. We can do it drunk before the Oscars. Like we could do it. Okay. We're doing it. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, we should live podcast during the Oscars <laughs> yeah, with should. kids running around the house and definitely, yeah, because yeah. everyone wants to hear everybody our, wants that our our glamorous Hollywood experience of of, of watching <laughs> yes. the Oscars and unnecessarily criticizing people. <laughs> Basically, I'm going to wrap stuff in bacon and serve it, and we're going to watch the Oscars. That's yay! That's what we got. Oh, I love yeah. it. Bacon. I. I'm very excited. I feel like this could get pretty deep. Okay. We listened to the podcast, mm-hmm. The Rise and Fall of LuLaRoe. Yes. LuLaRoe, for anyone who hasn't heard of it, is a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme. Yes. That sold leggings. They started off selling buttery soft, buttery soft leggings. <laughs> and it was that simple. And then they recruited thousands and thousands of primarily moms mm-hmm. because you can do it while you're raising your kids mm-hmm. and it's part time and it's great mm-hmm. and the we only got to listen to the first 3 episodes that have dropped the rise and fall of LuLaRoe the podcast when did the third one drop cuz i went yesterday to look for it oh early this morning oh, yeah oh okay but well i'm behind then okay that's okay but it's a fascinating story and 
I, and we both love yeah multi-level marketing yes. schemes. So that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The first couple of episodes, you're just dipping your toes in, really. Yeah, you're you're not like hearing all of the drama and the the dirt. Yeah, I'm definitely waiting to see because I I I I love the topic, and I mm-hmm. and I but I'm finding the podcast a little flat, to be honest. Like I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not quite as grabbed in as I thought I would be because I. I am so fascinated by multi-level marketing because I have always had the theory, I think I've told you this before, that the entertainment business is a multi-level marketing scam. Yes. I was, I remember where I was walking, listening to the dream and going, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm part of a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Right. Because the whole thing about the entertainment business too is like, if you, if you're not making it, it's your fault, right? There's something you're not, you're not being aggressive enough. You're not networking with the right people or studying with the right teacher. And you just need to keep investing your money and your time and keep putting it out there. And it will happen <laughs> no matter how saturated the market is. I mean, it's the same thing. It's really crazy. The first episode, they basically get the story of this woman named Heidi. Mm-hmm. And she tells it from the beginning. I loved this episode because yeah. you got that sense of why she got involved. Yeah. She's so smart, so capable. She had a job before she had kids. Yep. A marketing background. A marketing background. Yeah. And she had just moved to Connecticut. She was all alone. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the same mentality as, and I'm not being facetious, as gangs and <laughs> white supremacists. I'm really not. Yeah. You you find the disenfranchised, yeah. and then you, you give them a community, and that community can be as batshit crazy as it wants. But they find they have a community, and they're gonna stay. Yeah. So this woman Heidi really pin like really beautifully framed her situation that you just summed up, and you're like, I get it. I get why you would hop on Facebook and meet a bunch of ladies and start buying and selling yeah. and well it was also very soft sell right it was kind of like oh these leggings are amazing i would buy them anyway i'm just sharing them you know and at that time mm-hmm. she did get in when it was early right she was an early adopter mm-hmm. of it so she did have great success she was making a ton of money and then able to in an honest way share that with other people that wanted to make the same money that she was so then she was building her team which feels very you you get that right like totally and the point that they make it's more in the second episode i think when they make that point but the fact that moms are on instagram so much because it's so easy it's something you can do with like a baby while they're breastfeeding or whatever that you're you're making a motion but i want to explain to everybody i'll be your interpreter yeah. she's scrolling with her thumb and that that expert said that's how they hook you because new moms that's all new moms can do is scroll what else, what other activity can you only do with your thumb? Yeah, well, I read plays to my child when she, when she was breastfeeding, but I mean... With I, your thumb? <laughs> no, I diddled. <laughs> Meanwhile, I diddled with my thumb, read plays. I, I just had a lyric about what else you could do with your thumb. Yeah, and here I am going, what else can you do with your thumb? Yeah, that's what a really theme. naive. Hashtag thumbs. <laughs> Let's change it to thumb cave and just talk about... <laughs> <laughs> the many uses of your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, and it's a, you know, we're all reaching for con, uh, you know, connection and community, especially during the pandemic. Right. I mean, they talk about all mm-hmm. that really deep shit as well, that like it, that's 
that's part of it too. And if so if you can make money, make people's lives better because you're offering them comfy, COVID-friendly, we're all staying home anyway, clothing. Well, LuLaRoe's heyday was well before COVID. Oh, that's right. I, that's right. It was. But the new moms, and I remember talking to you about this when we had our kids, that is an industry where fear sells everything. Yeah. Yep. You're going to mess up your child unless you buy this car seat. You're going to, you know, your kid will won't sleep unless you buy our our monitor and our like it's yes it's just fear fear yep. fear fear yep. everything you're doing could be wrong and could fuck up your kid yep. so let us sell you on these ideas and these products and it is yep. an awful time for that yeah it really is especially uh yeah because you don't know what you're doing and so you're like maybe this t- maybe i do i need heated wipes i might need heated wipes what if <laughs> What if the cold wipe on Where my... did you land on heated wipes? <laughs> I did not do heated wipes. Nor did we. <laughs> I'm like, no kid of mine <laughs> is going to grow up believing that's expected and that's a thing. And I, They can handle... <laughs> you can always tell the heated wipes kids. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you did cloth diapers for a while, didn't you? I did. Did you attempt it? I did not do cloth diapers. I did um, flushable diapers i did the sustaining so it was a cloth like frame and then you there was a a, like a plastic liner in it and then there was Mm -hmm. a pad in there that would soak up all the pee and stuff and yeah and that would just flush right down the toilet so instead of a lot more work for you how did you fit that in with all your composting (laughs) (laughs) i i am such a convenience whore and i am anti the earth and the environment Mm -hmm. and when i was using all my plastic diapers or whatever they are disposable diapers i would actually just for every time I put one on Casey, I would chuck one into the ocean <laughs> just to prove my point. Look how easy this is. Well, while dr- throughout the, the window of your Hummer, right? One of them. One of the Hummers. I don't I don't know. Oh, they're going to listen back to this podcast when they're huddled in their cave and there's no because the sun is too bright for anybody to be outside and they're going to laugh. Yeah. I'd be so glad yeah. they have this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Children. This will be the only thing that survives. No, it's going to be great. I, yeah. You know, I get off on that stuff. I was very happy to do it. And it was it was a little inconvenient, but it really, they made it very... What I like about this stuff, if I may, is a totally different topic. But I'm just saying, they actually do make it... They've found ways to make it more convenient than you might imagine. So for you new moms out there who are lularoeing, oh. you can easily fit in this uh, flushable diaper thing. Have you ever had a friend get into... Yeah. And, and, yeah. and how... Like, did you know it was? Because there have been some things like I definitely got the Rodan and Fields. There was something else. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, there was the Rodan and Fields. I want to call them out. They're the worst. Yeah. And then there was another, there was LuLaRoe, which I think I vaguely heard about. There's uh, maybe some, there's always something, but I can't tell if it's genuinely a product. Like, is Avon a multi-level marketing thing? Or is Avon just, I don't like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Avon was door to door, but they did call it out on one of these episodes. And I was like, I don't know that I count Avon. I know they said Mary Kay, which is. And so I was going to ask you your personal experiences. Mine have been not all that traumatic, but I do get the occasional reach out from someone Mm -hmm. saying, you know, uh, hey, it's been so long. I saw your Facebook, your kid is so, oh, and let's catch up. And by the way. Uh, if you're interested, I'm having a party next week, and it's always MLMs, and I am a cold-hearted B-word about it, and I'm just like, I don't participate in MLMs, and I know that's what this is. Oh, you really do? You call it out? 
Well, now, yeah. Mandy. Now, if it were a good friend, I wouldn't do that. But these are like those. Interesting. Hey, don't know if you remember me. We used to audition together. And, you know, oh. like, and I'm, I will not have it. Interesting. I don't know that I. But, you know, we as we learned last week, I am a total pushover. So the idea yeah. of calling somebody out on the whole MLMness of it, I, that would be hard for me, even though because I don't know that it would make a difference to them. I just want them to know I know. Look, I think you should, because if there's any part of like, you might be able to actually trigger someone's freedom from it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. Mm. So here's the thing. For some people, Mm -hmm. they're like, it's like they do get the community and it's a lot of hard work. But I wonder, like, are they making enough money that it's manageable? Like, is it one of those things, pardon me, but like the entertainment business where it's either going to go really well for you or it's going to be something that makes you suffer and you spend too much money and you're not making it, but you can't give up the dream of it. So you keep purchasing the product because you are persuaded to. Right? Right. So, I mean, we've already touched on this. Heidi, the the woman that is being interviewed, got, got in early. That's who makes the money. So Heidi didn't feel she was being dishonest when she recruited other people because she was like, I made this money. You can make this money. Yeah. It's But in their downlines... Forgive the lingo. Wow, you uh, so insider. Yeah. yeah, when you recruit others and they are part of your downline, yeah. they can't make that that much money. Why? Uh, because it's saturated, and now like oh. they're like everyone. I want to sell leggings to somebody else has already sold leggings, and you know, right? It's so the lower you are when you're the top of the pyramid, life is good, and it was for Heidi. Then she decided to get out when she realized it was a scheme. And the thing about LuLaRoe that we haven't really touched upon yet, they got too big too fast. And then they started selling really shitty leggings. Oh. Like they were all falling apart and moldy and smelly. And then they were t- telling these women, you got to sell them and we're not going to take them back. Oh. So keep listening because LuLaRoe is a great story of this. But also the dream, this other podcast you're mentioning, Mm -hmm. it's not about LuLaRoe specifically, but the sad story of a woman who's like, I invested $3,000 and I didn't make anything. And then I invested three more. And she's like, and now my basement is full of $30,000 of product that I can't move. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. Yeah. My sister had a bunch of product in her closet at one point. Now, I'm she had a full-time job, so I'm pretty sure she was not selling. But I wonder if she Mm -hmm. wasn't buying from friends like right to just to sort of help them out <laughs> right she would give us i don't know if it was rodan and fields but it feels like it was something like that some sort of skin carry you know 28 days mm-hmm. to help i don't i don't know i don't know if there were mlms but like she had a closet filled with this stuff and i i wouldn't be surprised if she was buying from friends who were selling right just to help them out yeah 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 that's interesting absolutely i had like a mom at the elementary school was like you should come. I'm having like oils are a big one. One of really Casey's teachers was selling oils and reaching out and inviting me. And is it that doTERRA stuff? I don't know. It's oils, though. There's so many oils. Yeah. I'm not yeah. an oil person. Um, yeah. But yeah, this mom who I really liked and I really thought like I, sh- I met her first, like she was the first mom I met in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, I started she started being like LuLaRoe, LuLaRoe. And she was <gasps> and Oh, interesting. And it just was very off-putting and we never really became friends. Do you think there is a market? Like, like think of it as, so Uber, uh, right? Uber and Lyft become the like, hey, we need a team of people who can work in this. We need pe- people who need rides. So you mm-hmm. guys are going to get in your car and you're going to drive people and that's going to help fill a hole in the marketplace, right? Like, so- <laughs> fill a hole. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Lula Ruh. <laughs> is there any like I mean, I don't know about this, but do you is there any world where, hey, I've got skincare products and there's so many skincare products out there, it's just easier for me to go over to Nancy's on a Saturday and have a little, you know, champagne with schnapps and that's a terrible combination. But oh. you know, what's the stuff you put in shit? The bellinis, you know, the don't you peach, put peach something? It's peach juice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Nectar. Anyway. Uh, you know, it does. It doesn't matter what they're drinking. The point is, is there a world where like people in I would hate these parties, but I think I would hate them even if they were legitimate. Mm-hmm. And is there a world where they're sort of legitimate? Like, what is the difference between someone saying I'm going to sell this product because A, I need money and B, and I'm not defending it, but like, really, like, how it's do you rec- know the difference? It's yeah. the recruitment. That's the difference to me. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. We have many friends who are talented and they sell jewelry they make or they sell art they make or yes. they, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. When they when they say to me, you know, you have to sell it and I'm going to take a cut of what you're ma- selling. That's a pyramid scheme. Plain and simple. Yes. So got it. Yeah. Yep. The Stidhams, Deanne and Mark Stidham started LuLaRoe uh-huh. and they are that shit crazy. And Deanne, I just heard on the third episode, like she used to have little sales at her home where she would go to a wholesale place and buy all these dresses and then have all her friends over and they would buy them from her. Mm-hmm. That's to me totally valid. Mm-hmm. If your friends want to mm-hmm. buy dresses and you can find a deal and make a little money and go for it. Yeah. So that's how Lula Rose started. She used to do these oh, little dress sales. And then, okay. Yeah. Now, Listening to a podcast about something very visual is disappointing. So there, there is another. There's a HBO doc about Lularoe. Oh, I can't remember exactly okay. what it's called, where you get to see these leggings. Because holy fuck, are these leggings ugly? And like, you know, they're just like covered in these <sighs> patterns. Bananas were like the the thing that made everybody go, "Why are people wearing banana leggings?" And then they just got <gasps> out of control with like dragons and. Ice cream and just bizarre, bizarre stuff. Grown women wearing granimals. Yes, it really is. Underoos. So do they make men's? Is there any men's product? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I feel like the documentary, the the HBO documentary, what was it called? Lula Roe versus Wade. No. (laughs) No, I I can't remember the name of it, but it's... it's, No Clue La I don't know. I'm going to keep guessing titles. They're great. I'm a writer. But it is a great doc. But I wanted to also listen to the podcast, which I hope delves more into victims of this scheme and and how the company got too big and fell apart. Because the second episode, they have a, a, what would you call her? A social media expert or something like that to really delve into how how this all happened to new moms. She's a reporter. Oh, she's a reporter. Yeah, and she she reaches out and she specifically delves into the topic of mom influencers on Instagram and what they're into. And that's why they that was a really interesting episode, I thought, because she's talking about how susceptible moms are, which makes me so sad. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Pete, if you can play a minute and 49 of episode two, it's her explanation of that. And she sums that all up. 
How did you get interested in reporting on this topic? Oh my gosh. It is definitely not something that I ever thought I would be reporting on, but then I became a mom for a second time. And when you have a newborn, you're holding them in one hand. There's very little that you can do except scroll Instagram. The only appendage you have is a thumb. And so I was on Instagram more than ever. And because I believe our phones are listening to us, they 100% knew that I had a baby, that she was very, very little. And I just kept getting served up mom content after mom content. All of these women in like long, flowing, Laura Ingalls Wilder style prairie dresses in their very clean white homes and their white kitchens with their organic bottle nipples and organic baby outfits, organic everything. And I didn't know what to make of it. And as a journalist, when I don't understand something about the world, I just start reporting the hell out of it. So originally, Under the Influence was going to be kind of an expose of the world of mom influencers. I was like, who the hell are these women? And why is everyone trying to sell me something? Why is every mom I see on Instagram trying to sell me something? But when I got deeper into it, I just realized that the world of influencing is so much more complex that really the history of mom influencers is the history of women. And if you look at it as how women have been treated in the world and in business and marginalized in so many aspects of human life, it really does mirror directly the world of influencing. So it went from what I thought was going to be a saucy, sassy takedown to a really intensely reported look at the world of influencing and how that relates to what it means to be a woman in the world today. And then she mentions the newest cult. It's not a pyramid scheme, but it is a cult, Peloton, which I am so anti-Peloton and just because of the culty aspect of it. Like it's a community and you're you're accountable to all your online friends. And <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to be accountable to anybody. <laughs> I mean, yourself. screw that. That's a commit that's commitment phobics nightmare right there. Right. That's an exercise phobics nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I have so many friends who went down the Peloton yeah. rabbit hole and yeah. Not for me. But, you know, how do you know, like, how are you supposed to know when I have also a very, really interesting and totally weirdly anti-feminist observation that I want to share? But how do you know when someone is selling something and it's recruitment, like pyramid scheme? Is it just a quick Google? And aren't there laws? Like, isn't the government supposed to step in and be like, you can't take money from somebody else's sale of somebody else's sales of somebody else's sales, right? No, it's... It- there aren't laws against it, unfortunately, or, or they're oh. very vague and they in they don't apply. I mean, Amway's been doing were. this for 60 years. OK, got it. So it's just something we like, like when you get the scam call or the text that says, hey, your account at Citibank has been spammed or, or like mm-hmm. has been compromised. Or Do you get those all the time? I'm getting those so bad lately. Not lately, but I go through little phases. Yeah. All my uh, student loans, of which I have none, I get a lot of student loan ones. Ah, interesting. Oh, but you're so young. That's great. Yeah. And I have a lot of, uh, (laughs) not warrants. What do they call it when they're like, you have... Warranties. No. Oh, oh, I get those. But Mm -hmm. like the threatening ones that are like, you're going to be arrested if you don't answer this with your information. Well, you might actually want to look into that because given... (laughs) 
you know, given your time in New York, there's some nights that aren't accounted for. You you just 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 do a little bit of research. That's all. Janet, can you get on that? Yeah, I get car warranties. Also, my Facebook, somebody tried to hack into my Facebook the other day. Oh no. Like I got a note from Facebook that was like, Hey, did you ask to change your password? And I was like, Oh, interesting. And oh. I didn't even give a fuck pardon my French, but like I, I didn't I I'm so used to it by now. I'm so yeah. used to everybody, like everything's been compromised and you got hacked and your information. And I'm like, oh, well, what are you right. going to do? Well, what is your anti-feminist statement? I don't know that it's anti-feminist, but here's the thing. Women and looking for community online, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Think of it way back in the day before we had the internet, before we had this, we can all be a little bit famous. We can all be successful. We can all have these lives that are glamorous and bigger and not the life that we have in our homes and in our houses. What I was thinking, I was like, why are we all reaching for this thing outside of ourselves, right? What is it about being at home with your child that is not satisfying? And what I'll say is because we've changed so much, there was a time, and not all women, certainly. And it was sad because all women had to be moms, pretty much, or you were an outcast, right? But there's this interesting, like, there are some women that really, like, enjoyed being home, right? Being mm-hmm. like they decorated their curtains and they did the rugs and the couches and, the, you know, they and they enjoyed sewing clothes for their baby or doing cookies for the bake sale or working with the church or they were drunk all day to <laughs> no, be clear, but not all of them, you know, right? I, I think. But but what I'm saying is there, so that was there for some women, whereas mm-hmm. I would say now it's not as much you it's it's if you don't have those other things, I think you would take a little more joy or at least try to find some value in the things that you're doing with what's in front of you, your mm-hmm. direct community, people you're actually going to see, buildings you can actually go to, a house you can actually like. And it's not constantly compared to everything in other people's lives. So it's well, really. Right. Yeah. This is this brings up the huge underlying issue and why LuLaRoe was able to succeed, which is everything you're saying, but I think a lot of it comes down to judgment. If I tell my friends and family that I'm happy staying at home with my babies and I don't want to work, then I'm lazy and I'm a kept woman and I'm all of the, right. There's a lot of judgment about that. If huh. And for me, I was not happy staying at home, taking care of my baby. There was a lot of judgment about that well, what's wrong? Do you have postpartum depression? Are you this? Are you that? And it was like, I just wanted different. And if you send your your little one to daycare, don't you want to raise them yourself? What are you doing? If you have help, yeah. oh, you're so fancy, you have hired help. You know, I mean, there's just yeah. judgment around every choice we make. I feel like if you could say, I'm running a business out of my home as I'm raising my child, no judgment everybody's happy. That's true. That satisfies both things. I think you're right about that. Yeah, I never thought about that. You really get it coming and going. You get it if you say, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. People are like, right. oh, that's so sad. And then if you're mm-hmm. like, I hate being a stay-at-home mom, I need to work. They're like, oh, that's so sad. Right. <laughs> there's it, no there's no good answer there. It's, it's really prevalent. I mean, it's just, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. it's like being a new mom. I think that's because of the shift too. Like at the again, mm-hmm. there was a certain agreement women were gonna stay home right. and they took pride in homemaking. You took home economics mm-hmm. in school. They taught you things like how to sew buttons and I made shepherd's pie. Oh, see, there you go. Right. I didn't have home ec in my high school, but they did it uh the junior high where my sister went to high school. We went to that mm-hmm. really small 
school in Texas where there were like, you know, 10 kids in the senior class and they had home ec there. You could either take mm-hmm. home ec or like woodshop. Those were the two electives. <laughs> and so she took home ec. And to this day, I'm still like, Kelly, Abby got a hole in her pants. Can you help me sew this? You know, because I don't know how to use a sewing machine and she's right. an expert. And my other sister's an expert sewer. I think wow. there was a time, you know, there was a time when that was a woman's value very clearly. Yes. And I think, you know, like, a, and so it's interesting how we are now who's, you don't have any value unless you're keeping up with everybody because that's right. the new thing. Right. The new value and system is keeping up. Yeah. Social media. and that, Right. And that's yeah what the, this episode two was about was how it's all on social media and all you yeah. see is the positive and these LuLaRoe women, I know this from the doc, not from the podcast, but like they were pressured to never appear on camera if they were not fully made up camera ready, manicured, much like me today. Just oh, like, so good. Mm-hmm. Right. Beautiful lighting. That's like, that was completely important for LuLaRoe saleswomen to always look perfect oh. and always be head to toe LuLaRoe and always be, but also have your Louis Vuitton purse. And, you know, just to make everybody think your right. life is perfect because you work with this company. Right, 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 and right. All BS. That's interesting. And it's why social media is so toxic particularly for women. I know. And and everybody wants to be their own boss. I mm-hmm. mean, that's really, that's a really interesting thing that's, uh, you know, because we all think we can because everybody does, right? You're like, I have great opinions. I need to write a book and then do one of those podcasts where I share my belief systems with someone and they're going to enjoy it, you know, which mm-hmm. by the way, I'm a fan. Like, you know, I'm a fan of all those books because right. for me, I love hearing how other people are doing it. I like hearing how other people handle their lives because I you sure. know, just throw out what doesn't work and you you enjoy what what does work and you go, oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. So I'm right. I'm a huge fan of that. So but there's a is a constant like I'm gonna come up with my own idea. I'm gonna be the leader of my own company, I'm gonna make my own thing. That's another yep. thing too, I think, right? Nobody is like Hashtag you know what boss I'm, gonna girl. Do? I'm gonna go join a human resources department. Mm-hmm. And the judgment on something like that is so it's I think it's really changed because of, I don't even know what, but it's changed, right? Yeah. Is that just us though? Is that just like people in the entertainment business who are like, ah, I'm going to do something really cool and sexy. Like, do you think there's judgment on kinds of jobs in other places? Yes. (laughs) Really? In episode three, they talk about the boss girl movement. Um, Oh. What's her name? Cheryl, uh, the lady from, yeah, Yeah. uh, Lean In. And that became like a, you know, oh, look, we can do it ourselves. And, you you know, and that's what LuLaRoe preyed upon was that mm-hmm. desire to be your own boss and to be a woman in charge and all of that. Yeah. So Ugh. it is a very real movement. It's not just in our industry. Can I have told you what my dream job is, though? Oh, please do. I want to be a cashier. Yeah? Yeah. I've done it a couple times at Abby's uh, book club or book yep. fairs, you know, yes. like mm-hmm. you go, you go yeah. and, or any time when I get to like take the money and just do it. Yeah. I could do that for hours. I do love. You, do you chomp a lot of gum? I picture you chomping gum. As you I do. think I would get there, but yeah. I'm still, you know, there's a lot to focus on right now, mm-hmm. but I love, t- you know, ringing people up, mm-hmm. doing the change in my head and then seeing if I'm right on the, on the register. Like I, do you have a register with buttons or is it a screen? Like an uh, iPad. It's, it's the button. No, it's I still have to do buttons. But I mean, I hope to move to screen Sunday. And also no, I get it, the, the buttons are so satisfying. I oh, used to yeah. like when I was a kid and worked at Orange Julius, shout out free wieners. Yeah. 
or Coconuts Music Movies and more. Like I loved clickety clacking yeah. on the old timey cash registers. When oh, I go to stores yeah. now, I feel sad that they're it's all screen touch screen. That's not as satisfying. Know. I know those poor kids and right. they don't have they can't just sit around and play record players like we used to, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> music well, in a box. My horse used to take so long to get me to work <laughs> that I didn't have time for anything else. Uh, are we ready to man job this podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a little tricky because we haven't heard a lot a of lot it. Of I've it. heard three yeah. episodes and yeah. How many pot man jobs would you give it? I would give this three man jobs only because I it's not the most interesting of these podcasts. So that the first two episodes I didn't they didn't get me much. The topic I love. Right. But what I will say, I don't know if you're gonna say this, but absolutely run, do not walk, and go listen to the Twin Flames podcast yes. that they advertise on the LuLaRoe podcast, yes. because that thing is five and a half man jobs so far. I could not love that podcast more. Okay, good. I, I forgot I, to ask you off oh, here, but yeah. Oh, I am waiting, waiting for the next one. Like, it is bonkers beautiful. I yes. cannot wait to hear the rest of that. Twin Flames okay, is the one. Yeah. Great. I will also give it three man jobs, but I, but I'm going to keep listening and I want you to keep yeah. listening and we I can will. like update our man jobs. We yeah. can relube if we need to, you know, yeah. and, and give it yeah. what it really deserves. Because I really feel bad. Like when we give something less than four man jobs, you know, the, their stock goes down. Yeah. You know, there's rioting in some areas. Oh, yeah. It's it's really... It's so rough. Let's be careful. I want to be conscientious of how, how our ratings are affecting the people. We are puppet masters. Puppet, <laughs> puppet masters. Puppet masters. Brilliant. Um, well done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Good uh, call. Good call. Well, I do have a game, uh, of course, Great. as is... Uh, our tradition. But before we get to it, I want to yes. let everybody know that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. We need your ratings and reviews, and we oh, have yeah. a new one from Natty BJ. Five oh. stars from Natty BJ. Thank you, whoever you are. Thanks, and Natty BJ. So on Apple Podcasts right now, leave those five stars and write your review, yes. and we'll give you a shout out. It's really helpful uh, for us to share our gold with everyone else. So when you when you validate us, everyone else will too. And that's, oh, that's kind of a, you can have your team of validators and give them a percentage of the validation. This can, let's talk about this. This may yeah. be a business idea. <laughs> uh, also, and something new this week uh, that I did, you can join us on Discord. It is a very cool app that you put on your magic little phone. Uh, go to mandcave.com slash discord. There's a community channel open to everyone. And there's also a special secret members channel where, thank you very much. I uploaded my prom pictures this week. You did? And I have not heard from you, M Mandy member, Mandmer. So uh, get in there. I will. Oh, yeah. Right, uh -huh. right after we do this. Uh, wait, I, I, did so you go to the prom with a handsome magician? I don't think so. Get in no, there. <laughs> I went to the prom with Matt Boren and my picture's up there too. Or is it not in this? It's, I don't I know. Put my picture we'll, up we'll take a, a couple weeks before you do. Yeah. Um, yes. How do you become a Fandy and, and get to the secret yep. Discord channel? You, it's it's so easy. You go to mancave.com slash Fandy and you join. It's like five bucks a month, like really less than the cost of a haircut, guys. Like get in there. 
Well, some haircuts are really expensive. Jer is doing. I his mean, own as far haircuts, as haircuts go, so, this is a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, anyway, yes. Uh, you you're going to hear from us so often. Like, I will send you. I'll send the members the little I, the little voice memo of the me outing myself to the fourth oh, grade God, class. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll be all up in your business. We love you. We need you to keep yes. this to keep this love alive. Yes. Thank so you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, were you a fan of the 19, I want to say, 70s television game show Password? Uh, I want to say yes, but I can't remember how it was played. Okay. I'm about to explain it to you. Okay. So uh, our very handsome announcer will tell the people what the password (laughs) is. And then I'm going to give you one word. You're going to take a guess. I'm going to give you another word. You're going to take a guess. These are all words that come from the podcast we just listened to. These are not random. I have themed it because I couldn't think of like I couldn't think of a different a game like specifically about this. And I was like, so we'll just play password. And then I stuck with all of those things. Okay, cool. All right. Here we go. The password is moms. We've heard the announcer and I will say (laughs) dads. dads uh moms yes there you go is that the password that was the password you got it oh in one guess you can't do better you literally can't do better you get 182 points downhill from here okay great thank you good night everybody all right the password is facebook i will say instagram facebook yes you're so good at this I can't overthink. You know what I mean? My instincts are pristine. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. The password is sold. Bought. Sold. Yes! Oh, my God. Oh, Mandy. I am very excited about this. I would French kiss you right now. This is good. We should do this more often. Why are we on on Zoom instead of in person and make that happen? That's what the Fandies are wondering. Let's get together and play folklore and just like see what happens. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> the password is buttery. I will say soft, hard. Oh, I know what I know what it is. Margarine, buttery. Uh-huh. I should have gone with buttery. So I wanted to play a drinking game. Like every time I heard the word buttery. <laughs> That's Can what you, you, if you all are going to listen to this podcast, do it as a drinking game. And also, then, listeners, the reason there's so much sexual tension here is because you should see the way she's writhing in her chair every time she gives me a clue. <laughs> and she's saying it like she's saying, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you uh, play a drinking game with the word buttery from the ep- first two episodes, please then drunk reach out to us on Discord yes. or mm-hmm. on socials at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens or at Mandy and Fab. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to hear from your drunk selves. Yeah, that I want a video. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, next one. The password is pyramid. Egyptian. <laughs> oh, cotton. Triangle. Oh, pyramid. Yes. Really good. Thank you. 
Let's make this the last one. Are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so open. The password is unicorn. Pegasus? Unicorn. Yes. So one of my favorite parts is that they talk about unicorn styles of leggings. They're unicorns because everybody wants them, but they didn't make that many and they're they're really desirable. And the lady explaining it is like, I mean, some of them actually have unicorns on them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's so funny. Pegasus wasn't a unicorn though, right? It was just a horse, but still. Pegasus had wings Mm -hmm. and the unicorn had the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. I like it. I like, we're very mind, we're mand melding. Oh, you did it. I'll keep doing it till I die. All right. (laughs) Well, you crushed Password. I really did. When they have, when they bring it back and they do a celebrity week, we'll go on as a team. Yeah. It'll be excellent. Although I know you don't think so, but I I crushed the rom-com game too. You you didn't think so, but I crushed it. I was, yeah, no, I was great. I still, that's still one of my highlights of uh, podcasting forever and ever. Okay, so we are going to watch something that I'm very interested to hear what you think. Uh, I have a backup just in case. I always have a backup because I'm- I know, what? But that's not, you can't just make me watch stuff. I know, but you know, that's, I, it's not that I'm not as decisive as you are and I want to do the right thing, you know, like, but anyway. watching Do the Right Thing? I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. It's, although that is a great movie. No, this week we are going to watch Inventing Anna. Okay. It's a show on Netflix. Netflix, Shondaland. It's, uh-huh, it's Shondaland. It's a series about that uh, Russian, quote-unquote, heiress who scammed a lot of people and what happened to her. Very interesting story. I, I found this story because I read her. She wrote like an op-ed or something from inside of Rikers. Yeah. Uh, And it was a really interesting, why am I being held here against my will? And this is ridiculous. And I was like, what is this woman being held against her will? And then there just so happens to be a a show about it at the same time, which makes me go, I wonder if that wasn't a little bit of promotion from her. Like, I'm going to release this letter at just the right time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I am very interested because I love scams and con artists and all of that. But I'm also very nervous because I hate anything Shonda Rhimes has touched. So this will be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. It certainly will. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Even and when will the that happen? <laughs> Even the, that'll be next week. I love you. Love you. Love you. 